everyone, it's Sarah, and you're listening to Better in Bed, the podcast where we talk about sex and inspire you to get better at it. And we're in season two, so if you're still here, you must like us quite a bit. If you're feeling stuck in your sex life or want to explore your sexuality or learn some new skills, then you might want to consider some coaching with me. Have a look at the Sarasense website for more information. And while you're there, don't forget to download the amazing audio guide that I created about how to become better in bed. So listeners, let me ask you a question. Have any of you ever felt self-conscious about your body during sex? I know I have, and up to one in four women say negative body image puts them off sex. So the topic today is bold and body positive in the bedroom. And I've actually already done a shorter version of this interview at Hong Kong's live podcast festival. And it went down so well. And I felt that there was so much more to talk about um, that we're here to do it again. Yay! Yay. Um, (laughs) So I can't wait to dive in with my Two special guests. Oh, one of my one of them is my special guest, and one of them is my lovely co-host, my lovely sex positive and body pos- body positive. Now a regular, no longer special. Cat, <laughs> exactly. You've heard her on a few episodes, so say hi. Hi, and I'm going to introduce uh, my guest. Uh, She's Bertha Chan. She's a body positive pioneer and advocate and founder of Curvation.com, a platform about plus size fashion, inclusivity and body diversity in Asia. Yay. Welcome, Bertha. Hi. Thank you for having me. Yay. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Bertha, a lot of this interview is going to seem kind of familiar, (laughs) but if you could tell the people who are listening in Better in Bed, the podcast. Um, tell us a little bit more about your personal journey and how you became a body positive advocate and what's been your proudest moment so far? Um, hi, everyone. Yeah. This is Bertha. Um, yeah, so I started blogging um, many years ago because I'm a plus size person and I couldn't find any dresses to wear. I My first dress that I wore was when I was 21 years old. So you can imagine like going through my whole teenage life without wearing a dress what as, did you wear? as a woman. I was like a tomboy, really. Okay. Yeah, so it's not that I wanted to be one. It's just there is nothing that I can wear like appropriate for my age. It's like know? by default, the like, style you fit yeah, into yeah. is tomboy. Yeah, it's either like skateboard clothes because I was a skateboarder mm-hmm. um, or my mom's clothes. Yeah, right. so I started writing um, about um, what I can find in Hong Kong for plus size people, fashion mm-hmm. or just basically anywhere I can get my and anywhere I can go to find something so I started as that um, so you can say that it's kind of like plus size fashion to start with um, but then um, five years ago I joined Instagram yeah, um, yeah Instagram has uh, many different communities and one of them mm-hmm. was a plus size um, and body positivity community mm-hmm. um, it doesn't mean just one type of people um, it's in that community but you know if you're too tall too short too petite or um, you're 
not the social norms, you will be included in that community. And from there on, I learned a lot about body positivity, um, sex positivity, mm-hmm. basically things that people don't usually talk about. Right. And yeah, then um, I'm just one of them. And I yeah, that's why I've been just talking about these things until now. Yeah. Right. Mm. So do you think people don't really talk about body positivity in Asia? Um, no, not really. Until not until a few years ago, but um, still, I think from from then to now, things are still very confusing for a lot of people. Um, sometimes they think that body positivity means, oh, um, you just have to be fit. Yeah, like, oh, if, if you do a lot of exercise and you're fit and you're like, right. just love your body, right? Like they think that, yeah. oh, just because I love my body, I have to make sure that mm-hmm. it looks great. Oh, um, like that my know, body um, is a temple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Um, I see. Yeah. I feel positive yes. about my body yeah, because I'm exactly. doing the right thing because for it. I, yeah, I so like that's the biggest confusion so far, I think, uh, that, you know, people confuse body positivity with body image like right oh, okay a, a fit and healthy quoted um yeah, yeah. quote unquote mm-hmm. yeah. i see unquote, yeah. so just so that we're clear on what body positivity is what is body positivity um yeah so body positivity means that nobody should have any prejudice or bias on how somebody's appearance is as a person mm-hmm. um whether it's it's that you're a fat person, a thin person, or a disabled person, um, you know, it's not your business, basically. You, you should just take care of your own body um, and include everybody. Mm-hmm. That's the basic of body positivity. In whichever shape or form yeah, or, exactly. or condition. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah because right. there are a lot of people, they're born without some privileges or just disabled yeah. as a person so how are they going to cope with life um does it mean you're a able body and you're pretty and you're beautiful then mm-hmm. you can be body positive what about everyone else that it that are you know not the social beauty standards right yeah right. Okay. So, so there's an element of body positivity that sort of challenges the way society mm-hmm views bodies and what's a good body Mm -hmm. in some ways yeah because all we saw in the past decades are just the the one type you can see on the cover of magazines um they're always almost always very slim model like fashion model kind of body type and of course if you know, since you were born to maybe mm. you're an adult, all you can see on the covers are this kind, one kind of body that's been celebrated. Mm. Then everybody will have some sort of body image issues. Mm. And, you know, if it gets to the point where it's really serious, um, it goes, it, it becomes eating disorder. It becomes um, body dysmorphia, uh, mm-hmm. where people just think that their body will never be able to you know to look that great or or good enough Mm. so they will just do whatever it takes to become the person or the 
the body they want to become. But you know, there are a lot of limitation, right? Like if I'm short, I can I can never be a tall person. So yeah, Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's not gonna cut in the real world. And no, if if you ha- always have that belief in your mind that yeah. you're not good enough, how are you going to go on with your life and right. be confident about yourself and you know do everything that take it takes to just be you mm-hmm. you know that's that's why body positive is very important yeah so um because i've known you quite a long time uh and before your instagram life mm-hmm. i could say yeah. um how, despite the fact that instagram is also quite a mover or shaker of media and media image and, and influence how would you say that it's actually helped or benefited you um, either accessing that community or influencing that community? Um, and kind of how do you see that difference of that media changing, even though it's still quite heavy handed in promoting what is typically um, sold to us as a media image? Yeah. Or like that, you know, that, you know. I mean, I have a build yeah. on that question, which is what you're trying to say is that mm-hmm. you've, you've kind of used it. Instagram as quite an empowering mm, influence yeah. for you to mm. connect you with the body positive movement and mm-hmm. body positive community. However, Instagram can also be a very disempowering yeah. um, channel for a lot of people because you see a lot of that sort of, as we say, like so that photoshopped, you know, yeah. boobs, butts, like very, very uh, conforming to the beauty yeah. ideal. Mm. Um, and that is also very big on Instagram. Mm. But yeah. I think that it's also because Instagram is meant to have this, um, how would you say, like instant, you know, selfie or, you know, in the moment yeah. capture, um, candid, you know, feel kind of this like, oh, I'm so natural. I woke up like this. Hashtag no filters. <laughs> um, when really, you know, we now, I mean, nowadays, I think we realize that there is quite quite a bit of editing happening. Um, oh, how yeah. do you feel that your, you know, your message and your community has really dealt and moved this, um, moved this forward as well as moved around mm, it? Yeah. Um, um, Cause I think it can still also be really tricky. Yeah. Yeah. I mm. totally understand where you're coming from. Um, but um, as you, I'm not sure if you noticed, but maybe not too many people understand that there is an algorithm uh, mm-hmm. going on where, you know, just like Facebook or any social media where you, if you like something, then they will show you the same thing forever. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like yeah. you don't get out of your own comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. So it really depends on that person if they're willing to change or if if they're willing to look for something new or something else. Right. Um, if you're all in all about photo editing and and you know like just not very honest about what body image should be about yeah then you will always just look at those things and which is really really toxic but this is why like on facebook um if i talk about this with my friends at one point they will remember it and and if they like what they hear they will maybe look into it and and see more about those topics so it's really why influencers are so influential right if Mm. you can really spread the the message that people need to hear um, at one point they're going to be more you know they they can be drawn more into it then you get you get to see something else 
Yeah. Um, it's like if you want to change somebody, you can never just change them and say, "Hey, you shouldn't be like this," and yeah. just you know, just go on with their life,、mm-hmm. right? If you if somebody wants to change, they they need to do it from within.、Mm-hmm. So, just having the material and the platform, you know, in、um, being visible, as I said, is already enough.、Um, I can never. Just expect people to listen to what I say,、right. um, but hopefully I can influence some、right. people. And eventually, if this is really what it should be, then so be it.、Mm. But if they refuse to go into this world, then、mm-hmm. I I can really do nothing about it. So yeah.、Right. Mm. So just off the top of your head, do you know any of the hashtags that you use as an influencer that people could use to maybe renavigate and re Examine their algorithm or reboot their algorithm.、Oh, yeah. So it's like yeah, for sure, two or three words that so you think yeah to start with closer is body to body pos- positive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there are a lot of different terms in、um, this whole realm:、uh, body positivity, body diversity,、um, self love, self image, um, um, positive self image. You know, there are a lot of if、mm. you want find one, you find all the others, and. I think in this community, people talk a lot about their personal experiences and stories.、Um, if you read their captions, you will learn a lot, and、okay. um, which is very different than you know the social media influencer where they just take pretty photos. Because、yeah. in most of these、uh, captions, they probably don't talk about anything.、Mm, yeah. um, it it would be quite yeah relaxing and. Easy to、yeah. read,、Fluffy. I guess. Yeah.、Uh, look at my amazing. <laughs> yeah.、Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah.、Um, also, I would suggest people to get out of their comfort zone to see some hashtags like disabled bodies,、mm-hmm. you know,、mm-hmm. or、uh, underprivileged bodies, things、right. like that. Okay.、Mm-hmm. Um, just to see how big the world is and how many people are battling body image issues in in their own way.、Mm-hmm. And you know, I think opening your eyes to see what's out there really helps a lot. Yeah, because、mm-hmm. in many ways, I feel like the、um, well, the plus size movement is really gaining quite a lot of momentum, especially in、mm-hmm. places like the states and stuff.、Um, and you really don't. Think necessarily about as you said, like hashtag disabled bodies, hashtag、um, whatever underprivileged bodies. I didn't even know that was a hashtag. I didn't <laughs> know. I, I didn't know.、Um, I was, I, but like, I mean, there are so many types of bodies that are even more marginalized、mm-hmm. um, than you know. Then sort of like the plus size movement, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I feel has actually really gained a lot of、uh, momentum yeah, because, in in popular、mm-hmm. culture recently. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, in the U.S., yeah, um, sixty percent of the women are in uh, uh size fourteen to sixteen and、right. above. Yeah, so they are more like the norms than、yeah. you know everyone who's not plus size. Yeah,、um, yeah, um, just because of their lifestyle and and I just. I don't know how it, it is, but、mm-hmm. of course, in Asia, it's very different. Where most of the people are、um, much smaller,、yeah. and I guess it's because of our diets and also our lifestyle,、mm-hmm. where we really. It's like in California, there will be less plus size people because their culture really promotes exercising, fitness, and、mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. So yeah,、um, but I yeah, we, I think we also have to be careful about how we say that. There's less of. I think there's. 
probably less exposure for them. Mm. I don't know how much as a percentage because I have not done the research on that. Obviously, sitting here, I haven't you know typed in a ratio for this. Mm. Um, but definitely in media exposure, they're probably not really represented as well. Yeah. But I do think it, it's it is a bit dangerous to you know to restate that there's not, you know, that that representative of people aren't there. Um, I think they are. And I think the whole point that what you're trying to do is really give them a platform to actually say that actually we are here. Mm -hmm. Um, And just like everybody else, you know, they have stories. and Yeah, it's just, you know, uh, all all, all the advocacy comes from equality, really. Mm -hmm. Um, I think um, plus size or allies with LGBTQ, they all marginalize people. Mm -hmm. So our stories are very different than, like you said, Mm. fluffy stories. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about the challenges of growing up uh, in Asia and being a body positive and having a body that looks different. Mm. Um, So you see, I only learn about body positivities five years ago and um, before that, I had a very bad body image issues. Right. Um, I personally went through um, eating disorder. I had eating disorder when I was um, younger, um, which drove me into you know uh, a state where I don't eat at all. Yeah. Like I have one orange per day. Yeah. For for a very long time, I I try not to eat and just keep exercising. Right. Um, yeah. So that was a big impact in my life where I was ho- hospitalized at one point mm-hmm. because I was just too weak and I had an infection in my stomach. Um, obviously, if I wasn't strong enough, then all these things manifest. And um, um, the doctor didn't know that it, it came from, you know, eating disorder because right. I was still fat. Mm-hmm. I just, they just, you know, they, they don't, they don't think that fat people have eaten like anorexia. That's the thing. They don't make the link. Yeah. They don't make yeah. the link. They, they only, yeah, they will only say you have anorexia because they think you're so underweight. Yeah. If you're too skinny. Mm-hmm. Are you yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was the big impact. And, um, yeah, as I said earlier, I wore my first dress at 21 years old. Yeah. That impact my whole teenage life. Yeah. I didn't really have something like what most girls get, yeah. I guess. Like I didn't get to date a boy or go on dates or, you know, yeah, all that thing. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it kind of delayed my whole life mm-hmm. just because of not having all these social aspects in my life. Yeah. So what was do you remember what that thing was it something that happened was it an event was it somebody you met that kind of triggered your interest or your curiosity to get into this i don't know topic or it's like Mm. how did you when did you start feeling better about yourself in this way um so when i had eating disorder it was I shouldn't promote it, but you can see a lot of information on the websites mm-hmm. if if you look. So um, I got into that when I was twenty years old. Okay, it's mm. it's easy to be influenced by that kind of information when they celebrate thinness, and mm. you know, right. just telling you, oh, once you become a thin person, you get everything you've ever wanted. Right. Is this just um, like regular magazines? No, or? it's just online communities. 
yeah online online so communities like, communities like forums like chat groups or yeah yeah a lot of those that that are you know about being they, skinny yeah they just promote anorexia they oh, they, they talk pr- about wow yeah the all the good things about not eating right. yeah very bad very bad wow. information oh you can still see a lot of them online but oh my gosh um, okay. they camouflage that should be kind so, of like a crime <laughs> yeah it, it, it should be I've yeah i've never heard of that but yeah mm. i guess you can find everything on the internet yeah, right? Course, Maybe, right just as much as you can find like plus size mm-hmm. body positive yeah. you know disabled bodies Probably you can also find like, like dieting anorexic right? body forums and stuff yeah i'm wow. not going to talk about those That's, keywords no, obviously yeah. let's leave those yeah yeah so those um, out. but um after i've been hospitalized the doctor said if i have another infection again right. i probably won't be able to have babies because okay. it was um in my uterus and also around right yeah so um i was like so no, pretty i scared. was really, yeah. really scared yeah i don't want to die or i don't want to you know be become kind of disabled uh, uh, you know yeah, yeah 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 so yeah um after that i struggle for my whole 20s trying to get better as okay. in you know um just just being normal really as in i i try not to think too much about not eating mm. okay. uh, but everything that is about dieting is triggering sure. to me because before i had anorexia my well, I told people about it, but I, I'm not sure if I should say it too often, but my mom put me on diet pills when I was 12. And oh, wow. that was okay. my first episode of eating disorder. Well, like, I mean, right, to be so. fair, I mean, we're, I don't think we're trying to, we're not going to take it as, you know, pointing blame mm-hmm. or saying, oh, it's this, you know, this is how it started or it was mm. a bad thing. Because like you said, if there's no information, mm. you know, if there's false information, mm. what other you know, there's not many decisions you can make if there's not enough mm. education around it. Yeah. Perhaps also because we live in yeah. an in Asian society. culture mm-hmm. where there is a lot of body shame. Like yeah. it, we all come from, all three of us come from Asian families. And you you yep. know, you know, the <laughs> comments about the weight yeah. and everything. And Every time. In some ways that. it is very well-meaning. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm saying this very broadly because... Yeah. It's well-meaning in that they're trying to make sure that you've eaten enough well, it's or not eaten of, enough or yeah. not eaten enough. And, and I don't know, maybe your your mother actually thought she was helping you yeah. in some ways to fit in, you know, to conform to a certain ideal and oh, that yeah, yeah, life yeah. would be a lot easier for you that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah of course. Like if, yeah. if your, your parents put you on diet pills, yeah. it's obviously because they want you to have that kind of quality image (laughs) yeah but it wasn't healthy if you're not really eating right but um yeah i i definitely think that you know body image issues affected all generations before us yeah and even of course my my mom's generation was in the 80s um where you know just one type of body was celebrated as i said yeah uh, forever yeah. And there is no such thing as mental health awareness. Sure. Yeah. Right. They just care about how you look because they really believe that once you are the ideal, you are pretty enough, you can get a rich husband. Right. This is right. what they've yes. been t- the end telling goal. us, right? The yeah. end goal of the every goal. Asian parent. Yeah. You can to have a handsome husband to give you handsome mm-hmm. children. Yeah. And that are 
rich <laughs> yeah, that you can afford <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and that can take care of you yes. later so that, in your and, old and age your mom. Mm-hmm. and take care of mom <laughs> and take care of yeah. dad i i believe that um yeah body positivity it's a part of feminism right where sure you know right like women right. um has to realize that our uh, power and our ability it, are not just limited to how we look Mm-hmm. And, but like we should start celebrating what we can do as women yeah. right so yeah. yeah this is why it's so important now to talk about every single aspect of body positivity mm-hmm. feminism um and everything in between yeah yes. so how has your relationship with your body and sexuality evolved over time and where are you now in your journey so um Now, I don't think I have any problem in bed as in that I care any more about how I look when I'm having sex. (laughs) Right. Uh, I mean, I I think we talked about this at the podcast festival uh, where, of course, if you're still single and, and you're on Tinder, then this will be a very big issue because a lot of men, they really also still just want one type of beauty standard, the the slim and slender type, right? Yeah. And so I think being a plus size person is having, it's going to have a lot of difficulties trying to date anybody. Um, so dating was difficult yeah, for da- you? Dating was definitely very difficult. I didn't, I met my first boyfriend, like proper boyfriend eight years ago, right? So right. Um, that was my first time that 20s, dating 30s? somebody i uh, was 29 back then okay so right. yeah so my i my whole 20s i didn't really date anybody okay. but more like just fall into things mm, you right. know it's like i i had so such low self-esteem if anyone would be interested in me and just ask me out for a date i would just say yes because it doesn't happen Okay. Yeah, so it was really sad. It's yeah. like I never acknowledged my own beauty right. um, and my worth as a person. Mm. So, yeah, like I was just like, if if somebody would just date me, I would just be the best version of myself. I will try right. my best to impress them, yeah. you know, be that sexiest, pretty girl who would say yes and like be very submissive. That's how I thought it should Great. be. Oh, right. You know? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I, I didn't, I don't think I had a very strong personality back then mm-hmm. in yeah. front of a date and yeah. that was in your 20s where you were still trying to get to grips yeah. you were saying with with um mm-hmm. your body and dieting was yeah. still very triggering for you so were you still so struggling with your weight at that point of oh time? yeah i mean i've struggled with my weight my whole life um, okay but now i i know it's more about intuitive eating right. than just trying to go on a diet mm. yeah yeah um, for sure. yeah and te- definitely fitness has nothing to do with um appearance as well yeah 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 i mean nope it does we all not know that yeah. yeah i i do a lot of exercise every day but i'm still yeah. fat so you know i'm a i'm a fifth fat so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so i think i can confirm i remember going hiking with you once and it was yeah you're very fit. It's got nothing <laughs> to do with the way you look. And yeah. Yeah, I can tell you right now, I almost fell over. So, um, yeah, but yeah sorry. Got, I, any, I forgot. Anyone can do, you know, whatever they exactly. want. It's got nothing to do with the way they look. But I'm sorry. I forgot about your question. Mm, so my it? question is when the things start turning around for right. you, it sounded mm. more like your thirties. Yeah. It, it, I met my 
partner, my my boyfriend, my husband. I just call him everything. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, wow. When I was 30 years old. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And then we've been together ever since. So uh, we learn a lot throughout the journey of our sex lives. Right. Um, there are ups and downs, obviously. It's not like my sex drive is always the same. So, mm -hmm. um, but I remember... Yeah, in the beginning when we first dated, I didn't believe that he was actually into me. Um, mm -hmm. So, of course, I was more insecure about my body. Yeah. And I also always think that maybe they will, he will, I'm sorry, but yeah, I, I always... I always think that he's going to cheat on me mm, okay. <laughs> with somebody hotter. Like, mm -hmm. you know, if you don't have something for a very long time, then yeah. you want that. And yeah. um, I'm, a, I'm not um, a slender person. And mm -hmm. maybe I, I, I would say maybe he would want to try somebody who is much slimmer than me. Mm, right. And so like this kind of insecurities is, yeah. has been playing in my head for a very long time mm -hmm. until I accepted who I am and I understand that he loved me because of who I am, yeah. not because of my body. So yeah, yeah for all, we, we've been together for eight years. So yeah, it's definitely a lot to learn and a lot to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I think we mentioned that as well yeah. at the podcast festival that I was very insecure about my fat belly. Yeah. And yeah, so I had to talk to him about it and tell him, look, I'm really not very comfortable with my body. Um, maybe you can do something to to give me some confidence, you know. So Right. Yeah, that so helped. what did he do? Um, I I just asked him, can you when we're having sex, can you just fondle me everywhere? Can you like play with my belly? Can you yeah. just touch me, not just on my boobs and you know <laughs> all the sexual area, but yeah. non-sexual area as well. So yeah, right. yeah, that really helped. Yeah, um, yeah, I think because that's like showing it love, right? Yeah, yeah, in some ways, like mm -hmm. and and showing that it's seen. Right, like mm -hmm. that he sees you. Yeah, every, not ignoring. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, ignoring, not ignoring it or yeah. pretending it's like not there. Avoidance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, you know, I think that everyone can relate to that. I think it doesn't really matter what you look like. I, I've definitely more than enough times thought when I was with a partner, or even just on a date, it's like, ugh, I bet he's totally looking at that girl behind me because she's so hot. Mm. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people have that yes. insecurity, mm. um, yeah. men and women. I mm. just think it's just because you're just so used to thinking, oh, I'm not good enough. Or, yeah. And I also think it's because you project like, oh, if I think that girl's hot, why wouldn't, why wouldn't yeah. my partner think that person's hot? I think you'll be surprised even conventionally yeah. attractive people also no, I think, think everyone. That, like, I think everyone yeah. must think that. It's like, there's always someone that you think is going to be hotter, just like mm -hmm. the other way around. I think it just takes mm -hmm. a lot of work yeah. to kind of go one day when you're walking by a mm -hmm. mirror and go, oh, look cute today. <laughs> um, or to ask someone to say it to you also is quite hard to mm -hmm. ask. You, you you should tell yourself every day in the mirror that you look cute today. You know, hey, so, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. tell yourself I that, do. hey, yeah. I am good enough, you know. The mornings are tough, though. I've seen myself but in the I, morning. Oh. I need that filter. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I think mornings are especially good for me because everything mm -hmm. is like, um, you know, because you haven't drunk slim. any water. Yes. <laughs> so, so just like if we're talking very about neck down, slim, <laughs> I'm like, ooh, everything looks like all like sucked in. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Right after that. 
that first pee. Huh, yeah. Right at that first pee. Yeah. Neck down. <laughs> exactly. Everything just like looks like I had like immediate facelifts, everything. And then it's after <laughs> the day where I'm drinking more water. I'm like, okay, like um, getting heavier. Yeah. I remember um, I didn't look at myself in the mirror right. for my whole 20s. Right. And, really? And, yeah. Until I you know, I really acknowledge myself and, yeah. and I tell myself I have to accept who I am. Yeah. I took a selfie in the mirror for the very first time wow. when I was, I think, around 31. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. and that was actually really empowering. Sure. Yes. I can imagine. Yeah, like I, yeah, I just couldn't look at myself in the mirror. I don't know why. Well, obviously, I, yeah. I didn't accept myself. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, after I've done that, I put it on Instagram. And, yeah. you know, my community, they're just very supportive. Yep. They're like, you look so cute. I like, what are you talking day. about? You know? <laughs> I, remember, I remember that day. I re- I, and I think you've gone on to do a few more naked photo shoots, haven't you? Mm. Not just mm. that, not just the selfie. Because I've seen... <laughs> seen parts of you yeah around my body parts the, the around hong kong i might still have those pictures actually <laughs> i did i did um yeah i did a I new think I got some special ones just for yeah. me yeah oh yes mm. um yeah but i did a new shoot a long long time ago for uh, mm. a charity event mm. um but I didn't accept myself back then. I just did okay. it because they asked me to do it. And it's for okay. charity. So I did it. Um, I can get naked, no problem. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that I want to look myself in the mirror. Sure. So like, right. I, I remember seeing those photos and I was like, oh my God, look at my body. Mm-hmm. So many rolls everywhere. My boobs are saggy, like all that. Um, okay. yeah, yeah, but now I look at them again. I'm like, oh my god, I was so hot. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, that makes me happy to hear that though, because mm-hmm. I remember well, because I knew you probably yeah. when you were starting this journey, and yeah, I remember so many people of us were like, "Bam, Bertha's so hot." Oh, like god. nobody Bert- ever told me in my face <laughs> yeah, about this. Too, Come I, on, you know what? That's probably our bad. Then, like, we should have been better friends. <laughs> yeah. No, but I remember that. I like remember encouraging you, you, each well, other. No, and, you know, there's also people who are really photogenic and you've always been really one of those. Yeah. So, you know, you should definitely look at yourself more in pictures. We enjoy it. Oh, so thank you. you. I think it's also, though, <laughs> you know, having other people tell you if you don't believe it yourself. Sure. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really help that much. Yeah. You just think, oh, what do they know? Mm-hmm. Right. So, You're my friend. You have to say that. Yeah. You're my boyfriend. You yeah. Have to I also say that. think that because um, a lot of times yeah people say that when they're your friends but yeah. you know you get a lot of comments online telling you you're gonna die oh, you oh, you're like harming horrible. our whole society i've i've oh, oh my god no, yeah like imagine. a lot of really harsh and toxic comments how about trolls? how i look and why i'm doing this and like right. why i'm promoting obesity they think i'm doing oh. this to promote obesity which is ridiculous like oh, self-love yes. has no size you know so yeah, yeah um well I, I i just ignore these trolls now i don't care about them anymore if i good. want if i'm on a good day and i have an energy i will try to <laughs> tell them a few things i know just yeah. to see if i can influence them a little bit but yeah. apart from that i really don't care because like i said earlier you can't change somebody yeah you know you you they people only change if they want to change Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah um but yeah going back to how when people say oh no you're so pretty what are you talking about i'm like no but it's not the 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 case because if 
you re- if it's true that I'm pretty, I am attractive and hot, then there should be more guys who want to date me. But right. nobody right. asked me out. So, you know, in, in this sense, Logic. I'm like, I must be not attractive. Right. And also, as you said earlier, with a family, yeah. whenever they see you, they just tell mm-hmm. you, oh, you've gained some weight or, oh, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. why are you looking like this? Oh, yeah. What happened oh, to your you know, face? Yeah, like, what's wrong with your skin? Yeah. Uh, why <laughs> are you dressing that way? Like, yeah. all that. It's not yeah. helping at all. So. No. No, Asian no. families, you gotta love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I heard like, <laughs> like, like that. Let, Latina <laughs> are also like that. Like a lot of, con- yeah. well, we yeah. should say conservative families. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of families. It's just a generation. Hopefully we can change that. Mm-hmm. But this is why forward. I'm doing what I'm doing because right. um, even though you, you, you two are saying that on Instagram or on any uh, media, you still see the majority is the same social norm. But I think the younger generation, they they are more active in going into different directions. And mm-hmm. also, um, if you look closer, you can see, say, in America, yeah. um, BuzzFeed or um, yeah. like a lot of uh, magazines or yeah. yeah, media, they they start to promote more yeah. about yeah. self-love, self-acceptance, body confidence, all yeah. these, yeah. instead of um, telling you, oh, how you should look to get a guy, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. these really help a lot. And I'm sure this is the, the new direction to go in for yeah. even the media. Yeah, I mean, I'm on Instagram a lot. I actually see quite a lot of different kinds sure. of body types. But maybe it's also because I'm not really just following the photoshopped, photo mm-hmm. edited yeah. um, influences, thin influences, shall we oh, call them thin influences? <laughs> Um, okay, so it sounds like one of the turning points was actually your boyfriend in terms of helping you to discover your sexual attractiveness your mm. sexuality is there anything else mm. that i would say it's very- all like going at the same time because okay. body positivity um i started writing about this topic um mm. like four or five years ago um but as i said yeah. my first selfie I, yeah. I i put that on instagram people started commenting and they're very supportive and i I realize how it means, what it means to be supportive in your community and just be kind and gen- generous about com- compliments mm. for yeah. others and yeah. just be very empathetic and, you know, loving. Yeah. And um, I think it grows from there. And so as, as I grow to learn and to love my body um there is less insecurities Mm -hmm. and also with a loving partner who Mm -hmm. listen to your needs and help you with what you find you know needed uh in bed that helps as well but also feminism because feminism is really such a big part of everything Mm -hmm. that tells you stop listening to what you know the the media is telling you because it's all controlled by the white mm-hmm. cisgender male mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they are the top of most of these companies who's telling you no i want that hot model and mm-hmm. that type of body only mm-hmm. so you know like learning about all these aspects yeah. comes together and and make me who i am today and mm-hmm. i'm still learning mm-hmm. to yeah. to be more um you know focal about these things mm. Yeah. And is there anything you still struggle with? 
today? Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I mean, I can't find clothes still. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I would. I wouldn't feel normal still. Yeah. yeah. Just by living in Hong Kong, because going around in Hong Kong, there is no place I can go to find clothes. Mm-hmm. Really, I can only buy stuff online, or still I have to wear those big T-shirts, which yeah. is really, really annoying. So sure. you know, being told you're not normal, being told you're yeah. different, like yeah. we don't include you because yeah. you're just not normal, is definitely taking a toll. Yeah, for forever. So yeah, I think just telling myself that Hong Kong is not very inclusive could be a way because it it really is the fact. Um, yeah. I know a lot of fashion buyers in Hong Kong. They look at the numbers they sell, yeah. but yeah. they're like, "No, nobody wants to buy the bigger sizes." But no, it's just because you don't advertise. <laughs> you, you don't, don't offer, yeah. offer them. Yeah. You don't advertise. You don't them. market to that group of people. Mm-hmm. There, I know there are plus size brands that is thriving in Hong Kong because right. just because nobody else are offering. Because they're the only ones. Yeah, yeah. only ones really. Very mm. few brands. So yeah. yeah, don't tell me nobody you know has this need yeah Yeah, Mm. but apart from that i i mean i'm almost over the body image issues myself Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. i find better and bigger purpose in life where you know like just talking about this helping other people and Mm -hmm. focus on what's needed for the society really helps me out of of just the you know the insecurities of my appearance yeah Yeah. but i i think you know, one of the things that's quite interesting is, you know, going back to the clothes thing, even though it is quite superficial, you know, a lot of, a lot of us women feel empowered and sexy when we wear certain clothes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does, it is kind of superficial because you don't need obviously clothes to make you feel sexy. It comes from within, but well, sometimes it's a form you, of expression. Yeah, yeah. you, you wear yeah. clothes and it, it, you know, you feel sexy in them. The clothes make you look sexy. You know, it's kind of like a two way thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess my question is like, when, how do you create that for yourself? Like if you, especially if you can't find the right clothes, well, thanks for online shopping, right? Yeah. So um, <laughs> right. there weren't even online shopping a few years ago. That's right, right, point. right yeah. yeah. And they, they didn't even ship to Hong Kong. They yeah. ship only US. And yeah, I really struggle. Uh, but yeah. now, yeah, thanks to the internet, the online shopping, yeah. I really, most I can find most of the things I want. Yeah. Um, but I think um, also price is a problem. Mm-hmm. When you find something really nice and yeah. they're just really, really expensive. So um, yeah, that I have a problem with. But right. Do you mm-hmm. find there's anything in particular that you do wear that does give you a lot of confidence or specifically makes you feel really sexy that maybe you'd want to share with anybody else that might be struggling to look for things that they feel good in? Hmm. Um, I think it's important to first find your style. Mm. Um, if you have a particular style that you're you're comfortable with, um, because everyone's different, right? And um, so I, are you like naked on a skateboard now? Well, um, so I had bigger boobs before. I had right. 38G before, which wa- which was why I couldn't find even nice bras yeah. to wear. Now I had a reduction, so I can wear pretty much most of the laundry style mm-hmm. from overseas. Yeah, they, they do make me feel sexy, but I also feel like, wow, it's it's too much 
if you're in an eight-year relationship and you all of a sudden, <laughs> hey, you know, like you open your trench coat. <laughs> Why not? Why not? That sounds yeah. fun. Um, it sounds yeah, fun. This is something I need to learn to, yeah. to do more because yeah. I guess when you're in a long, this long-term relationship, sometimes you forget that right. you need to do more to spice up your sex life. Yeah. Yeah, because at one point, um, well, I, I'm not even denying that sometimes yeah. it decline right sure. that you have some other things to do and you have less sex mm-hmm. which is really normal so yeah yeah i think um having clothing options really help but yeah i i can't find them here in hong kong which is really sad but you'd say normally lingerie does the trick sometimes mm-hmm. um i a think good bra. Being, just being <laughs> naked would do to be honest like <laughs> I yeah. think most well most of the time men really don't care what you're wearing. They just want them <laughs> to be off. Right? They want it, they care about what you're not wearing. They, yeah. want to, they care about what they can take off. And they care about how they can do stuff, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I care about that too. So yeah. 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 Okay. So when you you know, the first few times with um your your boyfriend now of eight years and stuff, how has your sex life um changed and has your sort of you know, your journey with body image and with body confidence, like, has that sort of changed, had an impact on your sex life? Um, I, I think I've always been, I've always been a freak in a closet. Oh, cool. So I don't think that has a lot <laughs> to do with, with that. Like, Okay, so he just opened the closet. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> that's something i really don't and usually you out promote coat. you know <laughs> i don't promote this because i all i'm also quite self-conscious when it comes to my sexuality okay i feel like um yes i mean i admit that i do look hot for some people yeah and and when they hit you know when they are attracted to me i'm yeah. really really sexual to them right and and it's easy for me to you know just show a little cleavage that is on oh, yeah. so yeah to i guess this is why i'm also more conservative the way i look and dress right yeah just okay i i think this is something i i keep just for my partner Okay. But not everyone else. Okay. Um, doesn't mean that I'm not going to do more in the future. But <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. I think. You know, accepting your body, accepting who you are. Yeah. Start first, and then yeah. later on, you can actually really look into how I can spice up my sex yeah. life, mm. and and you know really feel much special, more special yeah. when when you can try to celebrate it. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't accept it how can you celebrate so yeah. it's like always like step by step thing right yeah. okay. it's not easy but so i didn't I, as i mentioned earlier on, i've known you for quite a long time now i think it's been almost 12 years maybe mm-hmm. um and you and i have definitely had many of a conversation mm-hmm. about sex and sexy things and it's always actually been really easy to talk to you yeah about stuff <laughs> like that i'm wondering whether um because i know now that you've got such a big community and you've really gotten so many more of um as you call your really close and supportive girlfriends do you mm-hmm. find that that also has helped a little bit vice versa with the body positivity and then again back with your sexuality like do you think that that has any effect having that solid group of support oh yeah for sure i think everyone needs support and no matter gender yeah i think men should also talk more about positive Mm -hmm. sexual messages but not you know not the 
<laughs> toxic yeah. masculinity kind of yeah. kind of sex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I think there should be some platform, or maybe you can create parties <laughs> that you know have a theme around this kind of thing that people yeah. can be open to talking more about what they can learn, what they can do. Yeah. Um, with sure. people. Um, but also, like as I said earlier, Tinder thing. I I I I was never on Tinder because it wasn't there before. Sure. Um, okay. But I can get. I get. I get what it is. You know. People yeah. just look at your appearance and decide if you're good enough or not. Yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah. like, yeah. I don't think that's the right platform for yeah, what I'm um, referring to. Probably just people shouldn't go on these platforms. There should be better platforms for dating. I think there are some. There are some. There are. There are some better are. platforms for yeah. sure. I just think that's the most um, probably common knowledge, or um, yeah, base. Hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I I don't know, yeah. like I don't recall re- talking to my girlfriends about how it could affect them, but mm. I always start with self love. I always start with like talking just about being positive about yourself and being confident and how to to get to that point because like self acceptance is always the first thing, mm-hmm. and just you know just being self acceptance it's already so hard. If you yeah. have all these mixed messages sent to you before, and you have to learn how to, you know, block out some of these things and and just listen to what is right for you, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's also like a step by step thing. Um, yeah, it, it takes a very long time. It's like sex coaching, I guess. You you still you, you would have a lot of steps to get into that, I guess, yeah. right? So. so how about um, those women who or men? Uh, who can't really like switch off that negative self-talk, you know, and because of that, it actually really hinders mm-hmm. their experience of sex. Um, yeah. how, how have you, have you managed to do that? And how would you recommend that um, they do that? I, I recall before I accept myself more, Yeah, which is, which was in my twenties. Um, it, it was never a good experience. Like having sex was almost never a good experience right. because I would only think about how bad I look or yeah. how I should perform right. just to make sure things are okay for the other person. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like just not thinking about ourselves and, and do it as a performance for the, the your Partner. partner or mm. or your opponent <laughs> i don't know like your opponent <laughs> i feel like that way yeah it's never a healthy thing to do right so yeah. again if you don't love yourself how can you have good sex mm. yeah right mm-hmm. so yeah i remember there were a lot of really bad experiences I, I i was trying to please people to sell yeah. like validate my worth yeah yeah it was not sex it was really just toxic Right. Trying to validate myself. Yeah. So your strategy to get over that is really just to accept yourself first and do the work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you have only one body and Mm -hmm. and your body will never be that body you you think you have to get to become Mm -hmm. who you are. Like, I'm not saying... I'm, I'm sure there are people that are like, oh, I have to lose like 30 pounds just to look really, really slim and fit to become that body type. Yeah. But um, is it really worth it? Yeah. If you look for somebody who only care about how you look. Yeah. Is that even a good relationship or, you know, uh, I, I'm sure you can have sex with 
anybody who you know it doesn't have to be somebody who validate you just by the way you look i'm yeah. sure mm-hmm. you can have good sex with somebody who doesn't care how you look and they just want to please you mm-hmm. that would mm-hmm. be better sex i'm sure right so yeah yeah so it sounds like finding the right partner is also really mm-hmm. critical and when you had that conversation with your partner as you said uh about you know your you know the parts of your body that were you'd insecure about um you know how did you approach it and how would you you know suggest other people approach these kind of conversations that are kind of difficult um i i think it o- it will only apply on um a, like kind of like a serious relationship or, yeah. or a long-term relationship yeah. where you already build trust with each right. other yeah then you can talk about your insecurities yeah and what the other person can do to help you yeah because you're helping each other out yeah to to get rid of some insecurities and have better sex right mm. um but i really think if you're just going for say tinder dates yeah. you have to make sure that person don't have other agenda in okay. what they're looking for what um i'm what sure be? because i would i would imagine if a guy wants sex they would just say yes i want you But then maybe when they see you, they in their head, if they don't think they like what they see, then they will treat you differently. Right. Um, Oh, you mean from when they pick you online versus mm -hmm. meeting you? Yeah. That's the difference you're making. Yeah. Mm. Like you really need to as as somebody who is more vulnerable when it comes to body image, it could be men and women. um, You really need to understand if that person is trash or not <laughs> yeah i think that's are you trash yeah. yes or no take, take the like, box first yeah are <laughs> you a fuck question. boy like yeah. if you're a fuck boy who cares about how i look only right. just to like a trophy or a stamp right. fuck off like that old yeah. nugget i I'd rather yeah. yeah yeah gone are the days when you walk into a bar and say hey do you come here often? Now it's like, hey, are you a fuck boy? Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I don't know, maybe just, I think if I can take a crack at that question, Sarah, because, you know, definitely I've had my share of insecurities going out and not mm-hmm. feeling great about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I remember talking to girlfriends about was um, focusing on one thing that I did like about myself. So whether it was, you know, oh my, I'm having a great hair day or, oh, my shoes look amazing. Like trying to focus on one or two things that I do really like about myself that might not necessarily be a part of my body. Mm. So it's like, oh, I've got a great dress on or, you know, oh, I had a great day today and I want to share that. Yeah. Like in really focusing on that mm-hmm. one good thing to kind of yeah. keep that positive energy mm-hmm. going when I'm talking to strangers. Yeah. I found that that was actually really helpful. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of gets a little bit addictive because the more that you say, to yourself actually i've got great hair actually i I look great actually you kind of start looking at yourself a little bit different like oh actually you know my boobs look great today i've got great boobs you've got great boobs forever (laughs) yeah well i've got great bra too but um i think it it does get addictive Mm. the more you start saying good things about yourself because you start seeing different Mm. you start seeing the good in it well yeah why would you want to be addicted to saying shit shit stuff (laughs) about yourself uh, you know misery loves company and it's a very easy Mm -hmm. thing to be addicted oh yeah but this is the whole point of our conversation today is to you know switch the the negative energy into positive energy um but like you said, oh, I focus on one thing. I get, mm-hmm. I guess that's like an easy fix if you, well, you all could, of a sudden feel low about yeah. yourself. And well, I was thinking yeah. you don't have like a long term partner, and you mm-hmm. are just going for that one thing. You don't want to make yourself vulnerable. I mean, the first yeah, thing is yeah. you know you don't want to put mm-hmm. yourself in a situation where mm-hmm. you allow someone to validate how shit you feel. Mm-hmm. 
So if you're stubborn, just say like, look, today I'm going to only say that this is the great thing about me. Mm-hmm. No one can change my mind. Yeah. You might not 100% believe it, but if you make that plan to say that today, that's just, that's how it is. I'm going to be stubborn. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the deal. You get me, you get these great shoes and I will keep the shoes on while I'm having sex. I don't care Whoa. what you say. <laughs> um, you know, like just try to make a promise to yourself. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good start to at least getting on that track to mm-hmm. you know maybe having an opportunity to be more vulnerable and say I'm not you know happy mm. with this part so can you make me feel better this this is what you you still use as a strategy oh yeah, oh, yeah definitely for, for sure. me for me it's like when i go out sometimes i feel like oh it's it's fun to flirt yeah. even though i have a partner yeah. well flirting doesn't harm if you yeah know, it doesn't harm at all totally um but uh, yeah but like, it is a form of connection but, it's fun mm-hmm. yeah what i mean is um still right right now for me when i go out i know well it's it's the reality here mm-hmm. is that when i go out it's easy for me to talk to anybody yeah. if i start the conversation yeah. but i would imagine if i want to flirt as in like to hook up with somebody that would be much harder um if i feel insecure about who i am mm-hmm. but i should also focus on my personality mm-hmm. as a person yeah I'm sure a lot of like if you, as I said earlier, if you are looking for somebody who only want a, like a hot model type, then yeah. they're not meant for you. So yeah. go out there and keep talking to everybody, sure. and I'm sure one of them will think, "Oh, she's a great girl. Um, she's yeah. funny. Yeah, I like her." Right? Yeah, that's how you can meet somebody. I yeah. guess. And sure. I'm sure if these other people, your people, they're mm-hmm. nice and they're you know, very accepting, then yeah. that's very different as well. Mm. Yeah, I think also, but I think when you, when you do get them in the bedroom, then it's also the time to actually just stop, you know, it's almost to like turn off that sort of... In your head. In your head and turn on your body. As I said, turn off your head, turn on your body. <laughs> that's right? not easy yes. for, for yeah. people yeah. who have insecurity. Yeah, sure. Mm. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, I totally agree with with some people if they are insecure yeah. and they don't want the light on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally just do it. Like yeah. who cares? And yeah. but I always say guys when they want to have sex with you, they already made up their mind before yeah. they go into the bedroom. Yeah. It's like no matter what you look like at that point, no matter what you're mm-hmm. wearing, whatever. Even if you smell <laughs> really sweaty or <laughs> yeah. something i don't know like they still want to have sex with you you're still desired as yeah. a person yeah yeah so i mean the only time you should feel if you ever f- feel insecure is before they pick you or before you pick them right right yeah. and, and once that match is yeah. matched right stop thinking about this shit. go for it yeah. yeah just just have fun and have sex <laughs> and fuck Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's really something when you can actually like lose yourself in the moment, right? Mm. And focus on the sensations that you have in your body, right? That's always a great way to like get out of your head. But I think it's also a deliberate choice, you know. You can also yes, I mean, yes, I I understand if you are really lacking in self-esteem, it's hard to you know, but I'm telling you, everybody has insecurities, like everyone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a matter of actually choosing to not think about them at, at this point, you know, mm-hmm. and be like, okay, now I'm going to leave them at the door with my mm-hmm. clothes. Mm-hmm. So do you recommend that people <laughs> sort of cultivate like a daily self-love practice around their bodies and body positivity? Mm-hmm. And what do you do? Um, well, 
I don't think about my body anymore, oh, as I said. Okay. So that's your, um, your that's the ultimate goal, right? Okay, uh, for sure. As in, like, I don't think about the appearance anymore. I don't okay. think about oh, I have two big rolls on my stomach. Like, right. I don't think about these things. Yeah. I think about what my body can actually do for mm-hmm. me. Yep. Right. Like, I carry yep. myself every day to do all the things I need to do. Yeah. Um, that's what I focus on now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if for somebody who needs more you know enforcement reinforcement mm-hmm. um yeah they they should try to look into the mirror and mm-hmm. try to look in their own eyes yeah it's a practice maybe you can't do it the first day but mm-hmm. you should just be very brave because nobody can see it right you you're the only person who can see it so try to look yourself in the mirror try to look at each and every single part of your body and say this is my only body this is what i have i have to treasure it appreciate it and love what i have yeah Yeah, that's that's something very useful for yeah people who needs and i think there is also one thing i never mentioned which i also overcome recently Mm -hmm. um is that my my parents my mom she's very critical um, yeah yeah, of of how i look and um i really told her in a very long um, text message saying um Please do not judge me. Please stop criticizing me for how I look mm-hmm. um, because it really impacts my mental health. Right. And I need you to accept me as who I am just so I can, you know, live with myself. Like, yeah. I, I really need people to stop telling me what I'm not good enough for um, because that's not my own view. That's somebody else's view. Yeah. And if you have certain issue like this with your parents, with your family, you really need to tell them off. You need to set boundaries for yourself and mm-hmm. say, look, what you say is not useful and not helpful for me or mm-hmm. my mental health. Please stop doing it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to, to get these knots cleared out really helps a lot. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I believe self-love, self-confidence and all that um, stems from maybe an, an environment you were raised in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you really need to look around you and the and energy around you and try to eliminate all the negative stuff in your life. Yeah. Yeah. That's a part of it, too. I think that's a really good advice, actually. I think. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. I'm I, That's nice. I'm glad to hear that of you, actually, with your mom. That must yeah. not have been very easy, actually. It, it was really tough. Yeah. I had to go to a therapist to do it. Uh, but how did she respond? She didn't respond. Um, <laughs> okay. But I think she digested after a month. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's okay. That's mm, she, just something. I can see she's, she's really tried to not comment on how I look now right. okay. or the way I dress because right. sometimes... You know, it's last generation yeah. versus this generation where yeah. I think showing my boobs and cleavage is totally fine. Showing yeah. my nipples are fine. But for them, it's like, oh, cover yourself, please. You know, yeah. okay. so, like it's very yeah. different values in life. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, if we keep listening to what people tell us, then we'll never live a, a very meaningful, full life mm-hmm. for ourselves yeah so we love this amazing message and what's one thing we can all do to spread you know body positivity to our friends you know for out there if you have kids you know how can we make the world a more body positive place 
Um, I think being very empathetic is a very crucial aspect mm -hmm. in body positivity because not everybody is the same. We need to have that in mind yeah. um, when we want to criticize somebody or think, oh, she must be this and that. It's just your own opinions. It doesn't reflect the real reality, right? And so, yeah, that's why I said body positivity in short means mind your own body business. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Mm. Love it. Okay, so we've got to our very last section, which is called the quickie but goodie section. This is not something that was in the live podcast. <laughs> so this is the part where um, I ask you guys rapid fire questions. Um, you have two seconds to answer. They're all they're often kind of fun and silly, but they're all related to the topic that we're talking about today. Mm. Um, if you can't come up with a spontaneous answer, it's fine. We'll we'll move on. So don't have to think too much about you. it yeah oh. <laughs> punish me in bed please. yes careful what you wish for Martha. <laughs> i've got three here oh <laughs> okay so first question if your body could talk what would it say to you please stop drinking <laughs> oh. <laughs> hmm. uh wow stop walking so much i guess <laughs> yeah do you over walk i walk a lot every day so maybe my knee would tell me stop hiking stop climbing stairs i think yeah, okay I <laughs> right okay I, yeah, think. I guess it depends on what part of my body oh hold on yeah. we're gonna get to that i think mine <laughs> mine would say oh, yeah, yeah. um yeah, mine would say you're you're not looking too bad for your age. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good we, one. we all look for good our age, for our, for age. our yeah. age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now if your genitals could oh. talk, what would they say to you? Let me out of here. <laughs> Oh, I wear underwear just so everybody's clear. Oh, right. Okay. I was like, are you keeping them in a cage? <laughs> oh, on that Sorry note. for all of you free commando people. That's what underwear wearing people would say. <laughs> right. Uh, free flow period is awesome. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, mine could say I need some attention. Oh, as yeah. of 24 hours ago. Because you don't get enough. <laughs> okay. So if your body had a nude scene in any movie any movie of your choice this is if right <laughs> as, as yeah. if it's never happened correct okay. theoretically okay, i mean i don't know yourself, hypothetically your self porn <laughs> movies don't count okay <laughs> so which movie uh that we've all heard of would that be wow. oh wasn't give it a title mm-hmm no no like which movie like what, what movie like what movie would you want to have a nude scene in oh wow huh. that's that's a hard question like if i were being serious i would need a very <laughs> long time to find out but yeah just on top of my head recently i watched the end game i think like yeah. it would be such a, a representation <laughs> to just be fat and nude in the end game oh yeah no and that'd be a yeah. superpower yeah. i love that what are you mm. talking about you just sit with Thor. there's a one one superhero called big bertha by the way oh so, right oh yeah no but uh, yeah yeah Thor had huh. a plus size. I think so. Uh, moment sort of cameo. Not just moment. He had a plus size. I haven't size watched it yet. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely too late for the spoilers. Yeah. Oh geez, which uh, one would I be in? Any scene that uh, you would be in, Cat? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm afraid to think about it. To be honest, I'd probably end up in some Rebel Wilson movie and just pop out naked right. from like you know yeah. a room. Okay. 
I think I would choose, um, you know, I would choose like, like something a like bomb. a Victorian movie, like Pride and Prejudice mm. or something. Like a Jane na- Austen. And be naked in there while, you know, <laughs> while they're wearing corsets and like five layers of right. clothes. Draw me like you're one of your naked French girls. Like Ooh, just be that's Titanic. A, that's Titanic. Yeah, that's not that's from Titanic. Pride and Prejudice. Like, no, I'll be yeah, like all flabby in the, the front of the, of the oh. yeah. like yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so most unusual place that you've been naked in on a trampoline. Damn, oh. I won that. Okay, uh, <laughs> in a waterfall. Hmm. Is that an unusual place? I don't, it's a place. <laughs> unusual place. I mean, it's in the water, no? I mean, um, I wouldn't call it unusual. I, mean, I would okay, call it not well, probably often. I don't know if it's unusual. Well, I feel like a lot of the like standards are very different here. Don't <laughs> judge <laughs> my unusual. Yeah. Don't judge my not, nude, not judging, my not nudity judging. place. <laughs> huh. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Like, I really, I really don't remember. Like, okay I, I, that's fine yeah okay <laughs> okay well thanks so much bertha and kat for joining Thank me you. today i'm so glad that we got to do round two of this interview Yay. because it was really amazing uh bertha why don't you just tell our listeners where they can find more of you um yeah please if you want to talk to me please come to my instagram uh, my id is at berthachan.com like b-e-r-t-h-a C-H-A-N-D-O-T-C-O-M is my IG handle. But if you want to see more about body positivity and um, everything that has to do with plus size fashion, inclusivity and diversity, go to curvation.com. IG is at curvation, C-U-R-V-A-S-I-A-N. Thank you. Awesome listeners. So now I'd love to hear from you. What's one thing that helped you feel more body confident in the bedroom? Drop me a line at Hello Sarah Sands on Instagram or leave me a comment on the Sarah Sands website. P.S. We also love it when you review this podcast. So until then, I hope you remember that all bodies are good bodies and I'm sending you lots of love and hoping you your day is bold, body confident and better in bed. Thanks so much for Yay. listening. Bye. Yay. Bye. Bye. Bye.